I know a young mother who told me that her daughter, on the night before her sixth birthday, as she was getting ready for bed, took off her shoes and put them in the wastebasket next to her bed. When the mother asked her why she had thrown her shoes away, the little girl replied, Well, when I wake up in the morning and am six years old, I will have outgrown them. It's wonderful to see children grow. And children love to uh, look at their growth as they stand next to their parents or grandparents and measure themselves how, how much taller they get until they get uh, almost to their height and even at some point surpass it. Children love to outgrow things. And uh, it's wonderful to see that. Although, when I outgrow a pair of pants, uh, not so much. Growth can be painful and growth can be joyful. But growth is always extending beyond our previous condition. Today we are looking at our growth as Christians. Growing in faith is often a difficult thing to get a hold of. And we all come from different spiritual journeys, having different backgrounds and different experiences, with none of us being in the exact same place in our faith. Personally, I find this to be enriching, not disheartening. For ours would be a very boring life and community if we all had the exact same faith, belief, and perceptions. And yet, there's a certain sense of unity. Without uniformity that we share, it is a centrality in Jesus Christ, a unity in Christ, and that which holds in life. Now, most sermons are theological and even sometimes a bit abstract. But today, I would like to lift up some specific yardsticks and handles that help us when taking stock of our growth. This sermon for this morning can only have relevance if each of you join me in this. Would you consider certain ways of taking stock of yourself and your faith? If so, I invite you now to hear again a portion of the passage from Ephesians that, that Michael read for us. And his gifts were that some should be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some teachers, all for the equipment of the saints, for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ. You see, we all have been given different gifts different skills that make us each uniquely who we are. The gifts with which we have been endowed are not better one from another. They are simply different. And whenever we ask the growth questions in our faith, we always need to ask, are we using the gifts we have been given to the fullest? We are in the midst of a forced time out from most of our normal church involvements and activities as we go through this pandemic period. And it provides a perfect opportunity for us to assess ourselves as we think of all the ways we can re-engage once we are back together. I'd like to reframe our passage from Ephesians and put it into a modern-day context. And his gifts were that some should be church school teachers, 
and others child care providers, some servers, servers of coffee and hospitality time, receptions, memorial services and funerals, meals for church dinners, our Good Neighbor Network, which reaches out and stays in contact with some of our older homebound members, participation in Family Promise, our ministry to the homeless. And his gifts were that others should take their turn as church leaders, serving on committees and ministry teams and supporting the program arms of the church. While others might volunteer in the church office through women's fellowship, still others might cultivate church membership by sharing with others about God's goodness and the church. Some are called to outreach through direct or indirect support of all our mission opportunities, and others share gifts of music and singing, ushering and greeting, while still many others offer financial gifts which support the worship, community, and service of our church. All these that I have mentioned are rather obvious gifts and roles that people play. It is my hope that most of us participate in more than one of them or some other opportunity that I have neglected to mention. And that we ask ourselves, how might I grow in the roles I am playing? Or what new roles might I grow into in the coming months and years when we are able to come back together on the other side of all this? Our obvious ways of taking stock I am suggesting, are the particular means through which we choose to express ourselves and our identities. Each of us has to take stock of our own involvements to see if they are enough or not, and whether ours is a growing quality contribution. It has been observed that people in congregations can be put into two types, trees and posts. When a tree is planted, it grows. But when a post is put in the ground, it just sits there. No one is being accused of being a post. But if we are truly persons of growth, it is important from time to time to take stock of our growth so that we can consciously see where we've been and how we can be blossoming. Until now, we've been dealing with what I call obvious or fairly tangible ways of assessing our growth. So now I'd like to shift to the less obvious and less tangible aspects of our faith that are essential to what and who we are. When we assess ourselves over the course of the last 6 to 12 months, Are we more truthful, loving, caring, committed, faithful, attentive, sincere, real, supportive, enthusiastic, and eager to learn? What have been the spiritual or inner insights that have helped us to see our life's meaning in a new light? And if there haven't been any, why not? Have we gained a clearer sense of purpose and direction in our life? Has our moral and ethical integrity deepened or strengthened in recent times? Has our involvement with justice and compassion increased? 
even in spite of everything that has happened recently, do we sense greater joy in the inner person now than we did several months ago? These are just some of the less obvious ways of taking stock of our growth. And again, only each one of us can take stock of our growth. It's my hunch that most of us are the happiest when we are growing. It's my contention that whether we're 10, 30, 50, 70, or 90, we should still, if at all possible, be growing in our faith. The Apostle Paul complimented the Christians who lived in Thessalonica by writing, We thank God for you because your faith is growing more and more. This is what I've been trying to say uh, are the kinds of indicators and questions that are both obvious and less obvious in taking stock of our faith and growth. Now, we're not trying to come up with exhaustive lists of how to do that, but we are trying to be conscious in assessing our growth as Christians. For there are certain things we can do and specific things we specific text steps we can take in our growth and in our faith. And that brings us to the culmination of my message. It is at the heart of the Ephesians text. And his gifts were that some should be. And you fill in the blank for yourself. And his gifts were that some should be. All for the equipment of the saints. For the work of ministry. For building up the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature personhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. And that we may no longer be immature, tossed to and fro and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the cunning of others, but, or by their craftiness and deceitful wiles. Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into Him who is the head into Christ, from whom the whole body joined and knit together by every joint with which it is supplied, when each part is working properly, makes bodily growth possible and upbuilds itself in love. The ultimate way of taking stock of our growth is Christ. Every child who is proud of his or her mom or dad at some point hopes to grow up to be just like mom or dad. But we, as adults, are encouraged to grow up into Christ, to mature personhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. To unite ourselves intimately with Christ is to feel something that all the comforts of the world do not give. It is the joy of feeling close to God. It is the deepest joy our hearts can ever have. As we grow in Christ, we embody His body as His body. His spirit, His values, His beliefs, His trust, and His commitment in expressions of identity So what is a growing Christian? A growing Christian is a mind through which Christ thinks. 
A heart through which Christ loves. A voice through which Christ speaks. And hands through which Christ serves. Of all the ways of taking stock of our growth and faith, the ultimate way is Christ. And that, my friends, is a limitless way of growth, grace, joy, and love. Amen.